Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. All right, welcome back to another episode of Secrets and Saddle All Things Cycling Podcast with your host Sylvie Dow here in beautiful Chelsea, Quebec, Canada. And how are you guys doing? Yeah, the fall is upon us. All the beautiful colors are off the trees pretty much. And we're slowly migrating into our deeper, colder fall and winter. Are you guys excited? Are you excited about training inside? Well, before we get started on that, I just want to say that this work thing is really cutting into my podcasting time. I don't know if you noticed, but I've been late and um, I can only build on the excuse that I'm working too much now, which is was not the plan. Um, but it is what it is. And uh, one of those things about working in the service industry, you can't just take a day off because things need to get done um, within the job. And, um, and you know, you just can't leave it for somebody else. It doesn't work that way. Uh, there we have responsibilities. So, but I'm like, I think I need to um, take back some of my days and uh, focus on um, some more of my personal business stuff, even though I'm super enjoying what I'm doing. Anyways, um, but that is not your problem. Um, but I am uh, here late again for Friday's episode. Um, oh, the coaches episode. But so this morning, um, before we get into it, my winter training program is it has started but if you're if you've been thinking about it and you're starting to get onto swift uh you're a new cyclist or maybe you've been cycling for a couple of years and this is your new you're migrating into the swift world with friends and you're super excited but you have no idea what you're doing um this might be a good program for you uh I encourage you to check it out. Uh, take a moment and text the word 819-809-0999 to check out the details. Um, like I was saying, we've started, but that doesn't mean that you can't join us at any time. Like, so maybe right now is not the right time. You're, you know, you've got yourself set up. You don't need the extra help. But, you know, maybe in a month's time or two months time in January, like, mm, maybe I'd like some structure. Maybe I'd like to actually learn some cycling skills and how to get better. Why is everybody passing me all the time on Swift? You know, it's like one of those accelerated things that, you know, you thought you were slow at home on the hills, but now it's actually accentuated because you've got hundreds of people passing you. I uh, totally get it. And, uh, or maybe you're 
you start trying some of the racing and you're like, yeah, dang, how do I get faster and better? So take the guesswork out and join the program. Um, you don't have to start from the beginning. Uh, so I just want to make sure that you know that uh, you could start at any time because it's a membership based it's $49 Canadian. So uh, a month plus an add on if you want to do the strength training portion. Um, and it's fun because we have people from Europe who are joining us. And even though you might not be able to join our Thursday night training, you can get the recording and work a week behind. Um, and that's what we have a couple people doing because they're in, she's in Denmark and one's in the UK. And uh, so they're one week behind, but training on the same days, but joining our Saturday morning group rides and with live video on Facebook, which is really fun uh, because now we can build a community. We can see each other. We can chat with each other and, um, and ride together at the same time. So I encourage you to take a, a look at that. Again, text the word 819-809-0999. And if you are in the UK, um, message me directly and I will send you the link. Um, so that being said, this morning was our first group ride and it took us all a little bit to get up on Swift, um, up in the chat room. But the thing is that we're all moving through this together. And if you're if you end up joining late, don't worry. You've got lots of people who can help direct you. And it just takes like, you know, one, one gathering to get yourself up and running with us. And so we have, we were having a conversation. We were talking about food and nutrition and when to eat it, what to eat. Um, because, you know, through my own personal experience, um, <laughs> you don't eat the same for inside training to outside training. Um, so, oh yeah. So when I jumped on Swift, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to eat the same way, uh, eat the same things at the same time. And like, I am really glad I did not barf it all up because it is not the same. So if you think about outside riding, like we get on our bike, we slowly warm up, we're out there for a while. Even if you're racing, you have a significant amount of time before you actually hit the start line. And ideally, the start line is unless you're doing like, say, a crit. And even that is not like you have time to warm up. You have time to digest your food. Whereas when, um, and nutritional timing is a huge thing uh, when you're riding outside, um, eating and preparing, sorry, eating and fueling well ahead of time so that you have the right amount of, well, a higher count calorie count in your body. So you're already building on the energy that that's producing and is going to sustain you longer before you start eating again um, versus 
uh, riding inside. If you've ever raced inside or tried a race, it is like you're off 110% from the start to the time you finish. And in that timing, you need to have eaten well ahead of time so that you have quick, accessible energy. Um, you cannot down food before a race on Swift and expect to produce or like even feel good <laughs> um, while you're you're in participating because it, it just doesn't work. I mean, you could try it. I encourage you to try it. I tried it and it did not work out well. So I've changed up my eating plan when I, when I race. Um, I eat well in advance, like two hours so that it is digested first and foremost and readily available as energy source. And maybe, I haven't done it yet, I will take a gel or um, cubes or something. That's maybe that's when I would use these. I don't use them outside ever. Um, but racing inside is so different. Um, you're just, you're on 100% from start to finish. But your training rides are different. Um, in the morning, you could probably get away if it's an endurance ride, depending on how, depending how long it is, like if it's an hour. Um, you Maybe you can put off breakfast. Maybe just start up with your coffee and um, and then have breakfast afterwards. Uh, I was talking about certain things like when you're riding inside with certain things to, um, to eat. Um, I'm not a huge fan of bananas. I don't know. They just never worked for me. And I don't never felt that they were, uh, one of those food sources that I would, you know, as a go-to, I would maybe put them in my meal replacement shake to add calories, but that's probably about it. Um, so I was talking about saving the protein shake for afterwards. Protein is a slow energy source. So you do not want to be drinking protein shakes before any kind of riding and racing. You definitely want to have your protein shake post-ride. That's when you need it for recovery and muscle development. Um, and uh, so post-ride is for your protein shake. Because uh, a lot of people get those mixed up. Meal replacement shake is the ones that I talk about from Isogenics are, they have protein in them. So they are a meal. They also have carbs and fat and probiotics um, and all the vitamins and minerals. So that's why they make, they're just so robust. Um, and then I add extra calories to it to make a, like a huge 500 calorie meal that I can actually drink down instead of sitting and eating and trying to digest. Um, so going back to just the inside is, you know, bagels and peanut butter, wraps and peanut, like basically anything in peanut butter, honestly. I don't know how you feel about peanut butter, but peanut butter is one of those things that, uh, I mean, they're just, I think every athlete probably travels with a, a you know, a bottle or like a jug of peanut butter. I know I do. Um, it's one of those things that are with me all the time. Oats are another one. Um, 
and uh, nuts, but nuts takes take a long time to digest. Um, so you have to think about things that are readily and easily digestible. If you have jams, jams are like the equivalent to gels. So instead of spending lots of money on gels, just get a, a, a jar of jam and, you know, have three tablespoons of that while you're riding. That, if you've ever made jam, you know exactly how much sugar goes in there. There's a ton of sugar in jams. Um, and then, you know, it's all natural because of the fruit base. So these are things to consider for eating um, before your indoor ride. Um, now, outside is is more like like I was saying you can eat right up to the moment you get on your bike and I've done so so many times like I was saying my meal replacement shake I make that it's like five to six hundred calories uh, it's a base meal plus I add oats for more carbs and uh, almond butter and maybe a banana or frozen avocados and that just boosts it right up and so it, it will sustain me for a good hour and a half, two hours until I start uh, like refueling. But it's so important to think about nutritional timing um, with regards to how you're eating and what you're eating and experiment with more stuff. Think about more carb related um, snacks that you can put together and um, Here's something I put together um, just my first version or my first edition of cycling snacks. And you can go get, get that get that list. These are bars and, and other gel type uh, snacks that you can make from home. If you go to askcoachsylvie.com and um, just download the free downloadable uh, cycling snacks recipe recipes there's like four or five of them in there and I've tested them all out um and they're just amazing to make and I wish I had time to make those again because my kids love them um so that was kind of like part of our conversation because um when you get into training there's so many things well there's there's a list of things to consider to properly train um, to get the most out of your training and having good nutritional base is one of them because if you're not fueling your body you're not giving your body you're not giving yourself the chance to have a really strong hard workout right um, because you're always going to be tired not going to be able to, you're not going to have the energy to do the workout so if you show up and I see this so many times, especially when we train at night, is you're showing up and you haven't eaten since noon. Well, can you just imagine how much energy you're not going to have when you're trying to respond to a drill or an acceleration or um, an interval that requires you to work really hard so that you can, you know, be fatigued afterwards, break down muscle groups so that in the recovery phase, you'll actually get faster. And if you go in with 
in like your intermittent, I don't even go, go there. I'm not even going to go to intermittent fasting, but if you're go there, if you come in without a proper meal, then it is really kind of a wasted session. So it's really important to, to think about that and put importance on food. I cannot preach enough. I've been doing this for myself for decades. And so it's just second nature. Um, you don't want to bonk. If you've only, if you've ever bonked once, you don't want to do it again. Um, bonking is basically depleting everything and having absolutely no energy. And you basically have to stop uh, until you replenish your your glycogen sores, like your um, sugars, and so that you can actually move again. And being in that state, whether it's inside or outside, it hurts your body because you've depleted your body. Now you're trying to stuff it full of food so that you can actually finish what you're doing. And then, you know, then you have to play catch up. So it's really important to be smart. Think about um, the kind of snacks that you're going to have on hand or make and freeze so that you have them for your training sessions. Um, you know, like rice snacks, uh, oats, um, things like sweet potato uh, of the like and uh, whatever it is that or bagels, like I said, bagels and peanut butter are a serious go-to. Um, and if you have allergies, well, it just requires extra um, research on your part to make sure that you have the proper snacks for you. So if, you know, if you have questions, I'm always open to receiving those and giving you answers. Um, message me on Instagram on my personal page um, or on the podcast page um, and uh, or yeah, or even on Facebook. Uh, Facebook's probably the fastest. And you know, just say, you know, what do you recommend or um, I have this. Is, is this a good idea? Uh, but download the free cycling snacks recipe. So if you go to askcoachsylvie.com, you can get that. Um, I have other free downloadables there. Um, and yeah, make your training ride. Uh, take your nutrition seriously um, because you know, it'll just provide you the best experience and you'll, you'll improve. There was another thing that one of the girls asked, um, you know, about, uh, being fatigued. And here's another thing to think about when you're training. And uh, cause a lot of people think about, okay, well today I feel really tired, but it's really not about today. It's about the week leading up to today. So, you know, did you have good quality sleep? And this is a podcast I'm going to do, um, talk about is sleep. Um, how important that is. Um, so sleep, have you been in a stressful environment? Like say, 
your work is overly stressing you and you haven't been able to sleep or maybe you started getting into some late night training or racing that's like and you just haven't been able to get a good sleep off of that so you're kind of running on a deficit um uh, you haven't been eating well you haven't been exercising so it's all these things that lead up to your day and how you're going to show up especially then you show up and you don't have haven't had breakfast and you're like why am I so tired well so a lot of these things make up how you feel on the day it's not just about your day or last night um oh you know i drank two balls of wine with a friend and i'm feeling it well that might be something completely different but um but do you know what i mean so it's important to to think about what you have been doing leading up to that training um or your event uh, so it's really important. That's another reason why, you know, joining the program. Um, I've kind of set it up where we train every second to third day and um, there's strength training included or as an add-on. And you're thinking about that. And it's, it's like a no-brainer. It's like joining and saying, okay, this is when you're going to train. This is what you're going to train. Um, I, I've gathered goals some of your goals are going to, um, you know, we're going to do something a little different for you because of what you're looking to achieve in the spring. Um, but it's just relieving to not have to wonder what to do and then doing all these other things that aren't going to serve you. Um, but yeah, so back to nutrition super important make that an important factor of your training i can't stress it enough i can't talk about it enough um but uh and like i said if you have questions let me know so with that have an amazing weekend uh if you're here around me this is probably the last nice weekend make sure you get out for a ride or you know you just spend all your time outside doing gardening like i am <laughs> so with that have a great one and uh Monday's episode is going to be super cool. We're back with Pam Harper, who started a Facebook page, I Love Gravel Racing, and she's a gravel racing queen. She's also retired, um, and she's having a great fun, but she is doing some cool stuff with her gravel page and i cannot wait to share that with you so if you're getting into gravel riding or racing or participating in events you're going to want to listen to this episode um, and you might want to participate in what she has going on for the community so with that have an amazing day love you all and get out and ride your bike thank you so much for spending this time with me on the secrets from the saddle podcast learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review, if you feel so moved, by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment, telling me what you think, and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. 
It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.